uh what's up guys and welcome or what's up people sorry um welcome back to another episode of the ren pod i'm here as always with braulio hello fair beautiful people yes uh we were literally in the middle of uh discussing dc comics so braulio what, what were you saying <laughs> yeah because i feel like this is something that um the listeners will probably enjoy as well so we were talking about uh terry mcginnis and how dc has pretty much neutered the character and made him go from one of the coolest um iterations of batman in my opinion to a laughing stock because when superboy prime punched himself out of the source wall not the source wall where was it that he was in the fairyland or he was pretty much source wall yeah 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 he was like um he was in like an elseworlds universe and punched his way into dc but superman put him in the, the source wall the, yeah so when that happened uh you were mentioning how what was his name jason todd yeah jason todd my boy <laughs> that his soul came back but they didn't bring back terry mcginnis man one of the best batmans and didn't one of the robins ended up becoming the batman beyond right tim yeah tim drake why why i don't understand please explain this to me i think i think it's because everybody was mad at bruce tim i think at that point um because yes batman beyond is the the best besides Azrael as batman um as bat batman beyond is the best batman but bruce tim in the batman beyond prequel comic um made the whole he's i don't know why but this man is obsessed with the bruce wayne barbara gordon relationship um and he in the the batman beyond prequel comic he made it so that bruce gets barbara pregnant while she's engaged to dick and everybody got angry and then bruce tim kind of got like kicked to the wayside and he was the main guy for batman beyond so they kind of just pushed it off to the side until like fans were like we want it so they were like well we gotta we can't do terry because it's tied to Bruce Tim. Let's let's make Tim the the new Batman Beyond. But see, and that even the whole storyline with Barbara and 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 Bruce, isn't he like twenty years older than her? Yes, it's so creepy. <laughs> and he, in a way, he raised her. Yes, it's he, it's the creepiest was, thing. <laughs> that's some Batman who laughs stuff, man. Honestly, and this dude does it in like every single Batman comic he writes. Like it gets thrown in there and everybody's like, why do we keep letting him write comic books? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Who, who's your favorite writer? I think uh, we, I, we talked about it when, with George, but I forgot. Uh, my favorite writer for comic books in general is, and this is going to sound real bad, uh, Gerard Way. Because I love the Umbrella Academy and I love what he's able to do. But for like dc specific stuff it might be scott lobdell because um because no one else really does red hood stuff and i really like what he did at least before red hood and the outlaws 25 (laughs) nice nice what about you uh for me well you should know mine jonathan hickman yes (laughs) uh i feel that he's one of the best writers ever and the whole Avengers, New Avengers storyline followed by the the incursion and then Secret Wars. It it was comic book gold. That being said, you know how I feel about the Dark Knight's death metal and how it's creepily becoming one of my favorite old tar- time comics. I read it for a second time already. You do love that and comic. Dude, <laughs> dude, you have to read it, man. The, the ending 
the storyline, the Batman who laughs, the way he becomes this omnipotent being is just, uh, I don't know. And that might be my favorite on the DC side. But I got to give credit to Elliot Magan and, you know, the creator of Superboy Prime because that's just my favorite comic book character. Yes. Yeah. You, you love Superboy Prime so much. Uh, in, in the same way that I love Jason Todd, I think I think you love Superboy Prime. <laughs> but let me ask you, because that brings up an interesting point. So you know that I'm a Marvel fan to the end, and I'm not that big into DC. Yet Superboy Prime is my favorite super uh, superhero com, superhero personality or person or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, isn't it interesting? Like how I'm loyal to this brand but then my favorite characters from a different brand do you have that kind of same scenario that um, you look uh, more towards dc but then you have a favorite marvel character i do i do um so people don't see it but in my room on my wall is hulk and iron man but my border of my room is actually spider-man um but i also have kryptonese on my door like the the actual alphabet and numberings for kryptonese is on my door so i do lean both weirdly because i grew up just reading both but i own both dc encyclopedias so i do lean dc a lot because it's just i i have more comics from them i guess but my favorite character of all time at least growing up was spider-man because i just i interesting i think i just i i i like i guess the kids are calling it kinning um but i agreed and kind of understood his personality growing up kind of like because he was spider-man's mad disrespectful and I like that. It's hilarious <laughs> yeah. to me. <laughs> like, yeah, people don't see that, which is funny. Is that because people think that he's like a nerd? And this debate has been going on on TikTok a lot recently because of the whole like three Spider-Man movies or three Spider-Man franchises that have happened, and everybody's debating with which one is the best Spider-Man, right? And I've noticed it. Re- I rewatched the Amazing Spider-Man movies recently, and by no stretch am I saying these movies are good. They're not, but. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is the most comic accurate Spider-Man of all three. Uh, as much as I love Tom, I agree with you. Yeah. Garfield is the most comic book Spider-Man there is. Exactly. And I think the people who are kind of like, the, like growing up or at least after post uh, McGuire Spider-Man Everybody kind of had this idea that, especially when Andrew Garfield happened, they were like, he's not Spider-Man. And I would always get in arguments with people like, well, how is he not Spider-Man? And they would be like, well, he's too cool. And I'd be like, have you never read a Spider-Man comic? Like, like Spider-Man's not, like, Peter Parker is not, like, he's not really a dweeb. Like, he's nerdy. Yes, he is incredibly smart, but he's not really, like, a dweeb. Like, dude rides motorcycles. Dude is massively disrespectful to everybody. He's got girls fighting over him all over the place. Like, he's not really dweebish. He's, in a way, he's a he's a smart jock. Yes. That's the best way to put it. Exactly. Like, he's, he's a smart jock. Like, he's incredibly brilliant. But even before he gets his powers... Like he he didn't want to go out with Mary Jane because he thought she might be ugly. <laughs> you know what's crazy? The I feel like the whole Spider Man is a dweeb kind of thing became a thing around the the mid nineties when they started making his character more I don't want to say kid friendly, but more trying to relate it more to towards the 
the millennials us at the time uh, yeah. how we were coming up to be you know this uh trying to mellow people down i guess in a way you might say yeah yeah i think so because before that spider-man's pretty punk like he's like, yeah you can look like the ben riley the clone saga and stuff spider-man's like really punk <laughs> like, and, yeah, I guess, and i guess we were kind of a geeky generation in a way and they might have been like well let's make him quote-unquote relatable to them you know <laughs> yeah ah uh, man i miss the because i grew up kind of in the 90s don't remember much of it but from the early 2000s remember thinking on the 90s yeah it was it was it was an interesting time it really was and like like i loved um i love punk spider-man that's some of my bet my favorite spider-man stories is just kind of like him just being a jerk for no like for for really no reason he's a jerk to these villains <laughs> i mean argument could be made <laughs> <laughs> like this man is just hurtful with his words and i love it i just love it <laughs> yeah man you know. uh, good time good times it really is um but yeah this week uh people listening to this you probably read the title so i know what we're doing but we're going to talk about sidekicks and more specifically uh whose sidekicks we would be and then we're going to do some scenarios surrounding that that choice or choices that we have made uh braulio i will, I will leave this choice to you do you want to do just one sidekick or do you want to do multiples and if so how many uh all right so let's do three let's do our main one let's do uh opposite gender so that we could be fair and more challenging i guess you might say all right right. and then we could close it out with uh let me see opposite brand so whatever brand you pick on the first one you have to pick a different brand so if you picked uh marvel you have to go dc or image line or whatever all right okay so i mean the, okay all right we we doing we doing what we got to do here okay that's a that's a brilliant i will uh, uh, do you want to add more is that fine no no no. that's great that's great uh okay you first sir <laughs> no 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 you have to <laughs> run me through the game more. oh no <laughs> okay okay so my main do you want to do all three at once or do you want to alternate alternate so that give uh give them a chance to um clash and see oh. which one the two would would win at their respective um well what you could say leader uh, come tells them to fight the, the opposite you're right you're right um so okay so my main is it's going to be from dc because that's just those are the most sidekicks that i know um See, I'm so tempted to say Robin, but that's the laziest answer, and I don't like Batman. I feel like I'd be raised wrong if I if I chose uh, Robin. But oh, this- wait, 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 hold on, hold on. So we are not becoming those ourselves superhero. We're becoming an established psychic for somebody. Yes. Okay, yeah. now I get the game. <laughs> so, oh, so that's more complicated then. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because you got to think about it. You're like, well, if, I, if I'm like Batman's kid, I'm getting raised wrong. I already know it. Like, I'm too much like Jason. I'm not enough like Dick or Tim uh, or Damien, you know. So I'm too much like Jason to to be like a good Robin. I'm going to get killed. <laughs> it's, it's like I can't go Robin. 
but at the same time, Superman barely knows how many kids he has. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a lot of siblings. There's a lot of there's a lot of power, but at the same time, I'm gonna get lost in the fray. But and the Flash is just that's that's a whole nightmare of grandkids and great grandkids and cousins that I don't want to get involved with. That's that seems scary. But you know, <laughs> but you know who has nobody. <laughs> oh. You know who's awesome? Green Lantern. <laughs> he has a psychic. He does not. <laughs> but he could get one. <laughs> By the name of Wait, me. Wait, but that's cheating, though. That's cheating, though. Is it? Do we have to pick? Do you want to pick just from people who already have sidekicks? That's what you said. I thought we were just picking somebody to become their sidekick. <laughs> that, that's what I originally thought of what it was. And then you said, no, we're doing people that are established. Oh, I thought you meant we weren't becoming the hero themselves. I meant we were becoming the sidekick. Oh, we're going to establish sidekicks. I, I I hate to do this. I hate... Wait, anything. no, no. I'm so confused. You have to explain to me the rules of the game. Okay, okay. Do you want to do established sidekicks or do you want to do anyone? Any hero as a sidekick? Why don't we do established sidekick as a category and we make a four? Perfect. All right, okay. That's going to make... So fun. we have... So we have established psychic. Yes, we have main gender bent or, you know, opposite gender. Opposite gender and opposite brand. Yes, an opposite brand and then established. Okay, see, now now, now it's making more sense. Okay, lit. Okay, so my main is going to be Green Lantern, John Stewart specifically. I don't want anybody thinking I'm out here rocking with Guy Gardner, you know? Like... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I'm not rocking around with Guy Gardner getting my face punched in by Batman every day. Uh, <laughs> and and I feel like it'd just be a great time for me to be like, I'm Lantern Boy or something dumb. <laughs> or Lantern Lad. There we go. Lantern Lad. <laughs> Double A battery man. <laughs> It's too late. I've written it down. I can't. I can't change it now. <laughs> it's too late. I've written it down. I can't change this now. Uh, I chose this off a whim. <laughs> now I'm stuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> That's not a bad choice, though, to be the psychic of a Green Lantern. The question is, do you do they, do they give you a ring for yourself, or do you, are you siphoning powers for? No, but are, do, you, do you have your own ring or are you, are you siphoning power from your leader? Like, is he, like, with his Lancer ring, imbuing you with power? You know what I'm saying? I th- yeah, I see what you're saying. I think, I think it's sidekick rule. So you have the same gear and it's not tied to them unless you're in, like, the Flash family, in which case everybody's tied to the Speed Force in a way. Yeah. But Wally is the Speed Force now, so... I don't even I don't even understand the, the implications of that. But I think I think we always get just like a Superboy or a Robin or anything like you get the your own version of whatever it is. Just a lesser power, less not powerless. Yeah, less powerful version. Okay, yes. so you get your own Lantern ring is just not as powerful. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. So it might be like a like an indigo or something. I don't know. One of the one of the trash ones. <laughs> hey, 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 they have feelings. Feel like I'm going. Feel like I'll be a red lantern if I. <laughs> that seems awesome. Huh? Like you're just vomiting. 
Hondo's bad. It's like it, it, the cat isn't evil because Damien, I think I think the cat is like Damien's pet now or something or Tim's pet. One of their one of the Robin's pets. So it's like the ring isn't inherently evil. It's just what you do with it. It's just anger. This is weird. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> uh, so who, who's your who's your main going to be? No, no, no. Why? 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 Why are you the main for this one? I mean, the why see your main? oh boy okay so i feel like i feel like john stewart first of all is is probably the best mentor slash father figure that i'm gonna get of like any of the of the heroes you know like batman's gonna child soldier me you know like i'm gonna end up getting killed every single robin's been killed at this point so i'm gonna die if i'm with batman uh superman doesn't even remember half his kids and ignores connor kent i don't want that lifestyle you know like he's got too much to do um but green lantern number one space space cool stuff you know he's gonna let me go to space and do like fun space joints and fight in like space wars or something um and he's also the most competent of like everybody in the league as far as like being an adult person not just like a hero but like a regular guy you know so i feel like i'll have a stable home life you know i'll get to do cool adventures and i'll get some cool friends out of it you know kyle rayner's rocking around guy gardner's around you know the hal's around like i'm gonna learn so much you know i'm gonna learn about picking up girls from hal jordan think about that that's that's pimping (laughs) i got you (laughs) i've solved my childhood (laughs) makes sense though makes sense you know so who who you uh i realize mine has nothing to do with superpowers except for just going on school space adventures (laughs) you know thinking outside the box who uh who are you going for with your main here <laughs> so my main will be a sidekick for dr doom Ooh. and i would go with dr doom because the guy is brilliant and he was he's able to build his own iron man-esque suit uh yeah. he has manipulation of magic to some extent and not to some extent he actually does uh, the guy has almost taken over the world multiple times if it if he didn't let himself and his ego stop him at the end of the day. And yeah. even in stories like with the Marquis of Death, and you know how powerful the Marquis of Death is, that it went around destroying un- multiverses, not multiverses, universes and stuff. He yeah. was a sidekick for the Marquis of Death. So imagine being the sidekick of that guy, the sidekick of the sidekick. Dude, you can learn Twice? so much from him. You could. Plus, you get to be a prince. <laughs> yes. Prince of Latveria. <laughs> listen, it might sound like a joke, but he's very respected by his people, man. Of course. No, no. I, I very much respect Dr. Doom. There's, um, in canon, I believe there's one universe where Dr. Doom is allowed to rule the world and it actually becomes a utopia. So the Avengers are the bad guy in that situation. So the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I think I know which story that is, and if you want to go with one that I keep keep talking and talking about is, if you go with Secret Wars, when he created Battle World, before the people from the main Marvel Universe joined the, or came to the planet, or to Battle World, you could see that he was running Battle World with, yes, we're Iron Fist, but he was respected by a lot of the clans. Exactly. Like, he's a very competent leader. Um, yes. And, uh, and like, yeah, his methods are very not even really messy because he doesn't really kill people usually. Like, it's usually just very odd schemes <laughs> to rule the world. Like, he doesn't really do anything that bad. 
you know like so i don't understand why they're constantly beefing with my guy like he could make the world great um and, and he wasn't even like in that utopia world he wasn't even like murdering people or whatever he was just competent as a leader because he has practice running a country <laughs> but the thing is that he does it with an iron fist so you know the avengers and the fantastic four s x well x-men they don't they don't like being controlled man they they gotta let their own choices be their choices and that's not what dr doom believes he believes that if i can make a better choice for you then i'm gonna make the better choice for you which i i respect uh to a degree and i also i respect captain america's decision to punch whoever he wants you know i respect both respect both sides (laughs) yes ma'am you know um but yeah i mean that's a solid that's a really solid main honestly like there's uh especially for like a villain i didn't even question villains because villains like or anti-heroes because like anti-heroes uh i'd probably go like red hood or zoom or something for like a, a vil- zoom for definitely for like a villain because i feel like messing with the flash would be hilarious <laughs> i feel have you seen that skit or that video the zoom when barry was talking to a girl zoom went back and um use his rapid hands it uh on barry's anatomy to make him get overly excited and uh pop the water balloon you might say so the girl think that 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 he that he uh ejaculates from talking (laughs) i have not seen this but i really want to this sounds hilarious i'm going to send it to you the moment we get off this pod because you have to see this you have to watch this please do this sounds hilarious like it is something that you would do though like just messing with the flash would be hilarious because like i'd just be doing petty stuff like moving coffee cups around (laughs) you know i'm surprised though because i honestly would have thought that you would have picked like if you were going with a villain that you would have picked like somebody like deathstroke or uh razagul oh see i do i do like see i didn't think of race because i feel like if i joined up with race i'd be getting to just uh to just be in a relationship with talia you know i'd be distracted the whole time you know <laughs> like i would just be, i'd be constantly being like but how can i marry your daughter you know and that'd be a bad choice for me <laughs> mm-hmm. like he'd kill me you know but deathstroke i mean actually deathstroke same same problem rose rose wilson is there you know and that's a distraction for me i can't do that even though i like ninja stuff ninja stuff is really cool <laughs> yeah man and they're 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 as far as human villains go they're some of the best oh yeah um for for my opposite gender hero heroine in this case i'm gonna go with not wonder woman okay because wonder woman's too easy okay i'm going with artemis okay and and hear me out here okay hear me out i know this is going to be an unpopular opinion who's artemis i need to look at google so artemis of bonham mcdoll is uh is pretty much like she's another amazon uh, she was supposed to be Wonder Woman if Diana hadn't beaten her. Okay. So, yeah, so Diana ended up beating her to become to get the mantle of Wonder Woman and thus be the leader of the Amazons, uh, at least in, I think, pre-crisis uh, canon. I think post-crisis Artemis is from another tribe of the Amazons that left Themyscira. And, but now she just lives 
with Diana, like they're you know they're sisters pretty much. Um, oh, she was but, she went by the name Tigress. Yes, at one point she did go by Tigress, yeah, and she was dating Jason Todd and the Red Hood and the Outlaws. Okay. Great, great heroine. Um, but I mainly, mainly I would be her sidekick because no one's expecting anything of me, really. You know, like <laughs> no one's. If you're if you're like the Donna Troy, or um or Cass Cassie. Is Cassie the new Wonder Girl? I think Cassie's the new Wonder Girl now. If you're like one of them, everybody's expecting the most out of you. You know, like everyone's looking at you. You're you're in the spotlight too much. It's almost like being Power Girl sidekick. You know, like if you're Power Girl sidekick, every dude is staring at you. Like it's creepy. It's uncomfortable, you know? But yeah. like being Artemis's sidekick, I'm just I'm chilling. I'm chilling with Bizarro and Jason. I'm in Gotham. You know, I'm beating some beating some heads in, you know, but at the same time I get to chill. Nobody's really asking me of anything, you know, and I'm I'm not getting drawn into Justice League shenanigans and I'm nice and I'm nice and calm, you know. I'm getting an extra dimensional mansion, you know, like I'm chilling. That seems like a cool deal for me. <laughs> it is. It sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you going for? What what lady are you gonna be sidekicking? Four. <laughs> so I would pick Storm. Ooh. Of the X Men, I feel like she's such a natural born leader that she'll be somebody good to follow. Plus, if you are the psychic of that person, based on these rules, you get a lesser version of their powers. So how dope would that be to be able to learn to manipulate the weather at a global scale? Or even that less than that. Dope. Yeah, man. Plus, all the, all that she could teach you about um, cultures and the past and legacies and stuff. She she's a powerful librarian. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and we but we both went for gods there. Um, yeah, very interesting. Now, yeah, like like being that is one thing about being wonder woman sidekick that would be a benefit is like you suddenly like you're you're either the the granddaughter of zeus or like the younger like the youngest kid of zeus which is smart artemis is like the like one of Hippo, hippolyta's like kids or whatever so you're you're farther away <laughs> but at the same time maybe that's good because zeus will leave me alone <laughs> i know honestly i'm surprised of your pick though I would have, on your behalf or knowing you, by the time I've known you, I thought you would have picked somebody like Raven. Really? Why? Why yeah. would you think that I would pick Raven? So Raven, because of her, her heritage, heritage, and the fact that she has this, like inner demons that she has to to fight in order to maintain her own sanity and not give in to the darkness. I feel like that would be such a good um character development to have and you as a writer i feel like you could use that or exploit that to and find different degrees and variants and oppositions and different ways to tackle that so i would have picked that one for you listen i you know you would have picked that for me i honestly the reason why i don't pick listen i didn't pick raven because it's the same issue that i have with talia al ghul okay <laughs> I feel like there'll be an issue there. It'd be a conflict of interest <laughs> for the meanness of it. Um, I'd be distracted. 
throughout work constantly and that'd be a problem but at the same time you're right it would i do enjoy a good inner conflict and inner turmoil i love it so much (laughs) i do love inner conflict so much like i was i was so close to picking like uh jade or or like batwoman because of this or like harley quinn or poison ivy because of the same reason because it's like well poison ivy for example poison ivy is like her her whole thing is like everybody thinks she's a villain but she's not really she's not really a villain like she barely she is she doesn't really kill people like she just wants to fix climate change like that's her whole deal you know and it's like it's so fun to like see her kind of overcoming that past stigma that everybody has over her and kind of dealing with her newfound relationships with not only villains but anti-heroes where she's not really one of the rogues anymore she's just kind of like there you know and just chilling and especially with Harley being a like a hero now is is very fun to see that and I love I love that uh that inner conflict there. You know if you think about it, if you read the if you read the stories from the poison from Poison Ivy's point of view, you could see why Batman would be her villain. Because think about it, Batman is this rich guy, this rich powerful man of this city that's always polluting the world atmosphere making climate worse so if you read it from poison ivy's point batman is the ultimate villain exactly exactly you you hit a nail on the head man it's not where i want to hit it but yeah Like, you know, I mean, Batman's out here just, you know, how many factories does Wayne Enterprise have? You know, like how much pollution is Gotham polluting? Because the sun never shines there, even though it's across the river from Metropolis and Metropolis always has sunshine. So, I mean, what's going on there? You know, <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> I, I can tell you what it is, man. The The camera crew is recording small uh, Metropolis during the day and then they record Gotham at night. That's why it's always dark. Ugh. Gross. Who is this cameraman and why is he such a problem? <laughs> Lex Luthor. The Eisenberg uh, version. Oh, God. Oh, why would you remind? Oh, I have to watch that. <laughs> I hope it's different. I, I've heard that it is. I've heard from people that it is better in that it is different but it's also still four hours and about two hours in my brain is gonna fry itself <laughs> yeah same here <laughs> uh but which one are we doing next the off brand or the established our opposite brand because we can bring it home with an established so our opposite brand for me that would that would be a marvel um for me, for me is dc yeah, so let's oh, who am I going for? An opposite brand sidekick. Um see, I'm I'm gonna have to I think I think what I'm gonna have to do is I gotta go with somebody dark. I gotta go with somebody gritty. I gotta go with somebody who, who has so much time and so much effort put into it and that I really I just I I like them as well. I'm thinking it's toss up between Wolverine or Magneto right now, right? And I know, <laughs> listen, I mean, and the benefits of both are, are extremely good or Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. No, not Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's out. Um, he's too good. Uh, Magneto, Survivor. Those powers are awesome. 
and I feel like I feel like we would get along pretty well, you know, in terms of, you know, not with the whole like mutant supremacy thing. We'd have to have some arguments about that. We have to hash that out. But I feel like everything else, I feel like we'd get along and I'd be able to mediate between him and Charles a little bit better. But Wolverine, <laughs> I could deal with losing my memory every couple hundred years. You know, <laughs> question. I, if you yes. go with Wolverine, would you have the adamantium or just the bone claws? I mean, it depends. I think it depends because I think it depends on my backstory because Dakin has the bone claws, but Laura Kinney has the adamantium. So with Wolverine is really it's a toss up as to like where like what like where your your backstory comes from. And mine would probably be like a tortured thing or something because I just love inner turmoil. So I think I'd end up with it, but I think I'd start with. I think I'd end up starting with like bone claws. So I'd say bone claws. So if we're going from like beginning. Okay. You know, cause I feel like, I feel like for your character growth at some point, my, my sidekick character would have to be kidnapped, you know, and then tortured by weapon X program. And then Wolverine has to come hunt me down. And by the time he gets to me, it's too late. And I've been adamantiumed and like my brain has been wiped or something. And we got to fight or something like that. And then he brings me back because he's like, no, remember who you are. You're my you're you're my sidekick, you know, and then I become good again, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that's yeah, like a yeah. hundred issues down the line, so I've, I'd say bone claws initially. <laughs> Just thinking, you know, it's crazy. I'm looking at my arm, thinking about the the whole concept of the claws coming up. That must hurt. Every I know, time. right? You gotta like shift bones out of the way. <laughs> and then it's something ripping through your skin i mean he, i yes. think he said it in the logan movie that he's in so much pain every time they come out yeah because it's like his his healing factor has like activate every single time that it like rips through his skin so it's it's incredible it's like getting stabbed in the hands repeatedly and that's really like soft flesh too like it hurts when you like get a paper cut or get cut in there i need to rewatch logan man such a good movie it is oh it's so good like I didn't go see it in black and white and I should have. <laughs> I saw I think I did. I don't remember. Like I saw it in regular boring color. <laughs> like but yeah, um who's your who's gonna be your DC pick? Hmm? Uh that one's easy. Luc- Lucifer Morningstar. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so he is well pre Dark Knight's death metal. He was the second strongest person in the DC multiverse. So that's not the reason I'm picking him. Mm-hmm. I just like the guy. I think he has the swag and he's able... Just the simple fact that he's able to persuade you to do things that he wants. Such a cool trait. Not even a power. It's just a trait that he has. So your 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 name will definitely be like Demon Boy or something, right? What about like Malekith or something? Okay, okay, yeah. Or, or actually, I got one, Balthasaur. Ooh. Let's take it a wind of charm. Nice, nice, nice. I was gonna be like Beelzebub. <laughs> nah, that's too easy. A Maimon. <laughs> Ain't that something uh, creepy backwards? <laughs> I don't know. It's from like Blue Exorcist. Yeah. I've been watching yeah. a lot of Blue Exorcist. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like, my choice. 
yeah would you be would you be like a what, what would your backstory be in that situation would you be a la blue exorcist would you be the son of lucifer morningstar or would you be like a kid that he found or something so i'll be uh a orphan who's mm-hmm. been through a lot who's been um mentally scarred and just re- about ready to give up on everything when all of a sudden you encounter this person that as a challenge to himself, he tests to see if he's able to kind of not persuade you to do what he wants, but not make you do what you want to do, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, that makes sense. Makes sense. So, yeah, like, like somebody that's given up so much on their own hope in life, could he end up manipulating somebody like that? And because of that, they build the bond. Nice. Nice. We love orphans. We love- yeah, <laughs> they make so the best bad. heroes. They really do. Um, <laughs> it's so- it's solid. Every single like, because it comes with like built in strife almost. I think is that strife being trauma? an orphan. One of the two. When you're like when when it's like an orphan that becomes a hero, like it comes built in with like there's already the need for something to overcome, and I think that's why like especially superheroes and comic books and stuff love like orphan backstories because it's like you don't need to like introduce something for the character to overcome initially like it are they already come with like baggage or trauma to to deal with who's your favorite orphan and all media jason todd Hmm. interesting he is my comfort character I i love i love his entire like story even to now like they ruined my boy so badly but he still remains like a solid uh, a solid orphan for me. Okay. What about you? Is it Oliver Twist? Harry Potter? No. Or? No. Never really read them or enjoyed them. I actually hate them. Oh, I've never read them. I know stuff yeah. about them. Never read them, never seen the movies. I saw the movies and they don't hold up. But anyways. I've seen the second Fantastic Beast because I had a girlfriend who wanted to see it. Oh, I haven't even seen any of those. That's the only one I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but wait, what was I talking about? Uh, your favorite, oh, favorite. So for me, it would be uh, Squall Lionheart from Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. I don't know if you played that game, but um, I have not. This, oh, damn, man. You need to play that game. I think they have it on for like $10 on the PSN store. Oh, I got to grab that. I saw that like a lot, a bunch of stuff was uh was about to drop on PSN for free too. They're giving like a huge bundle away. Yeah, man, they're giving a Horizon Zero Dawn. So if you haven't um played it, perfect opportunity to do so. Yeah, they're giving a bunch of stuff away. So I got, I'm, I'm grabbing like half of that stuff. I'm grabbing everything because a lot of those games I have them in um in this format, and I want to have them in digital format. So. That once I finally end up getting a PS5, since the the reason that they're giving out these games for free is because they're gonna be um, cross compatible with between the PS4, PS5. So ah. if you have them in your library, you basically have them in the next system. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I gotta grab all those. That yeah, way, so, in, uh, in twenty thirty five, when I can finally grab a PS5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, download everything, man, or add everything to your library. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I gotta do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Um, but the story of Final Fantasy VIII basically is this kid who's an orphan who um 
keeps forgetting his family, his, his everything because of the summons. And as the story progresses and you start remembering stuff, you see that the the your teammates have were also kids from the orphanage as well that kind of drifted apart. And the main character, Squall, the reason that I like him so much is because even while he says that he doesn't care about his friends and that he sees them as tools or just an, a means to an end, he, when you get to deep dive into a story, like when he's at the brink of death, he actually opens up to, to the girl that he's been falling in love uh, right now and you find out that he actually loves his friends and that the whole reason that he's even fighting is to protect them and is over you know remember the old school games that there were like multiple discs yeah uh, over the course of four discs you get to see such oh, character wow. growth yeah man I love that game that so is, that's... you should I no no go ahead sorry. I'm gonna play that 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 sounds like a really really good story like I mean listen i love uh i love found family stuff okay anybody listening just so you know if you write a story that is found family i love it okay it's great and i love people realizing that like oh i love my friends enough to fight for them like it's great i love that you hit every single button i love (laughs) and you're gonna love the fact that he's a huge goth person like he's this goth kid yeah yes (laughs) So uh, yeah, guys dude, perfect. You, dude, you. I'm surprised you never played eight. I feel like that game that would be such a right up your alley. Yeah, I didn't. I never. I didn't play eight. I stopped at seven because like, what was it? What was the one that came out for um for GameCube? That one rubbed me the wrong way, and I got out of Final Fantasy for a bit. That was a remake of five. Yeah. <laughs> And then there yeah. was like the then there was Final Fantasy uh tactics. <laughs> oh, I and love that, that game, man. <laughs> it's turn based to the tenth power. Like four four of those like four of the games that came out during that time period were like they really rubbed me the wrong way and I got out of the game for a while when it came to Final Fantasy. And I just kinda got back into it with uh with the remake. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna play eight, definitely. Dude, you're gonna love it. Let me know when you're gonna start playing it, cause I could replay it as well, and we could um, talk about different parts. Like, oh, what are you up to? Uh, you up to there? Oh, cool, me too. Oh yeah. Well, as soon as I find it, as soon as I find a copy of it, um, either be on disc or or like digital. Yeah, I'm gonna start playing it. So I'm just look buy for it. It's, it's just on the PSN. If you look for Final Fantasy VIII, that I think I think is either ten or fifteen dollars. Cause the mom, the moment that I saw it, I I, I purchased it. Oh great! Okay, great. I'm gonna buy that. Uh, I'll buy that as soon as I get, as soon as I grab a PlayStation again. I'll go find that and uh, and buy that up. Yeah, sounds fun. Cool. So we finally found the game that we're gonna play. Yes, <laughs> we have been to, people listening to this. We have been trying to figure out what game to play for like a week now. <laughs> for like a month. It's true. We've been trying to figure out because No Man's Sky is too big for us to ever find each other. Um. Final Fantasy 14 uh is on PS4 and I'm trying to get my uh, I'm trying to get PS5 so my PS4 is sitting somewhere and no, I don't you can play 14 on the thing on the PC on the PC oh well I gotta grab that on PC then what am I yeah, doing the, mo- the majority of the players are PC players the console players are the minority and whenever there's like a console player and like a raid or something they're that people hate because like if you're a healer and you're playing with a control your your people are gonna die 
because it's hard to heal multiple like characters but on the pc oof. like i'm telling you right now when i play final fantasy 14 i don't play with the control um, I... good, th- good thing i don't play healer <laughs> no no if you i mean if you play with a keyboard and mouse you you can because i'm telling you man the moment that I, that I start playing final fantasy 14 i whip up my um, wireless keyboard and my mouse and i just play like that i don't play with the, with the control it's way Dude, too hard I... Dude, I I never play healer. I I just like running in too much. That's my thing. Just like, I, I like running in. You know, so you'll gotta, be a good. Um, <laughs> I think you'll be a good Dark Knight. That's Ooh. one of the classes that uses um, your own health. So as you hit, you deplete health because you're drawing from your own um, HP in order to juice up your attacks. Yep, I d- I do that constantly. So yeah, that that sounds like a class for me because I do I die quite a bit, but I get the thing done, you know. <laughs> so we should really consider the pl- let's play eight first because I think you're really gonna dig the story, and then if you get more into the Final Fantasy life, let's jump into fourteen. Yes, we this we've decided this. Yes. All right, sounds lit. I'm gonna buy that after we're, after we're done, and then I'll wait for it to download. <laughs> it's it's I think like uh like two gigs. Oh, that should be quick then. Yeah, that's a really old school game. And though, dude, when when that game got remastered for the PS4 last year, it was like the best news of 2020 because originally the game was released in the 90s, right? Yeah. The late 90s. And the developers of the game at Square Enix, they said that they lost the code when they moved from Square to Square in when when Enix purchased Square and they became they became um Square Enix. Yeah. The the developers at Square they lost the code for Final Fantasy VIII. Oof. And the last year when the game was remastered, they said that they were able to locate a a debugging version of the game, finish fixing out the bugs, and then be able to like remaster it. And do the whole Final Fantasy community was static. Like if you if you look at posts on Final Fantasy VIII on Reddit, you're gonna see people like so excited that the game was finally that they were able to salvage the game. Uh so it's like it's like people who uh, who are um I don't, I'm not gonna finish that sentence who are um, feeling a certain type of way about the Mass Effect remaster. <laughs> yes, but opposite. Oh, okay. People are excited. <laughs> Yes, very excited. <laughs> Listen, I, as much as I say that, I'm still gonna end up buying the stupid remaster anyway. I'm, 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 I'm iffy about it, man, because they remove a lot of the DLCs. Uh... Yeah. Oh, they removed them. I thought they just added them in. Oh. No, man, they removed a lot of the DLCs, and I'm not mm. one for DLCs, but you need the expansion packs, and they're not there no more. You really do, especially with Mass Effect 2. Like, you need the, the DLC just to make the game enjoyable. Because uh, yeah. I'm playing that game, and it is... It's not that fun. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> but I think we still have the established psychic. Yes, we still have the established psychic and then a couple scenarios uh, to do. So, listen, this is going to be... This is a toss-up for me. My established sidekick is between, at the moment... It is between Robin and Speedy, okay. And I know that they're. I know they're pretty much the same. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, they're the same." All right, I understand. Speedy just has a bow and arrow, and Robin 
has like a stick or something. I don't know. Each Robin has their own thing. I don't know what they're going to do. One has a sword now. He has a sword now. What? How non-lethal is a sword? Swords are pretty lethal, man. Exactly. Like this kid is running. He's a ten-year-old running around with a sword. That's a that's a bad call. What is what type of parenting is Bruce Wayne doing? Um, So I think it I think it has to come down to backstory here, right? Like like you said earlier, when uh, when I didn't pick Raven, it's going to come down to backstory, right? And looking judging from Roy Harper, judging from how how he was treated. I'm not going to get a family experience if I go with Green Arrow, right? Like Green Arrow just seems like a type of dude who's going to be like, you are a soldier. You are a toy, a, a child soldier for me and you will fight. And should you ever slip up, I will punch you in the face and send you away like he did to Roy. <laughs> 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 but at the same time, <laughs> if I'm Robin, what does that make me? You know, like, am I going to have to fight Damien all the time? I feel like he wouldn't be happy that I became Robin. You know, like, I feel like there's going to be more struggle and more strife there. Gotham seems more dangerous. I'm definitely going to die. (sighs) But I might actually Roy Harper's dead now, too. Sorry. Spoiler. Spoiler, everybody, for rebirth. Uh, (laughs) Roy's dead again. I don't know what to tell you. Um, (laughs) I feel like I'm going to end up dead either way. So, but Batman's got more fun toys. What what are you thinking I should pick here, Braulio? Speedy. You think I should go Speedy? Yeah. Why Why would you say that? He red color scheme, better. You're right. You're right. And plus the 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 Robin suit is like red and black with like a yellow cape. I don't want to get shot. I'm going Speedy. Yeah. Plus, you said him, and he has a. Established weapon, a bow and arrow. Bow and arrows are cool. You're right. Plus, I'd have to like, I have to find my own thing if I'm if I'm Robin, and Batman's gonna be all up on me about like not killing or whatever. He's gonna be all like, no killing in Gotham, you know. Whereas Green Arrow will be like, I don't know, I I, stabbed, I shot a guy in the face yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Green Arrow, he'll he'll be cooler about it. Uh, than Batman will, you know. Batman will probably beat me half to death if I mess up, whereas Green Arrow will just send me away. So yeah, I'm going Speedy. Uh, who, who are you going for? Established um, sidekick here. First, established sidekick. I'm going with War Machine. Oh. I feel that War Machine is a very cool character. Very underrated at times, and he has a cool suit of armor, and his weaponry is just badass. Would you also be? uh, Would you also be joining the military, or would you be freelancing it? Uh, Freelancing it, kind of going where Tony goes, but once we get there, I do my own thing. Ah, ah, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, that is that. That sounds like a very very uh very lovely choice and it sounds like something that you really enjoy because you do like uh iron man a lot uh and you you i feel like it would be a lot of adventures i feel like you'd like adventures not really i just feel like if we have to go with established psychic why not one that has a lot of um, firepower which is something that i like and he does have a lot of fun toys Mm mm-hmm 
we had a lot of fun toys there. You know, we 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 both picked billionaires here, um, which I think is the the proper way to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're gonna do it, you got to go for the billionaire. Well, I also do get Black Canary as a mother figure, so I feel like that's that's also a good another solid for for Speedy as well. Because if you're a Robin, you got to be dealing with like Catwoman or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So scenarios, as we near the end of the show, I think we can do probably like three scenarios and just figure out what's going on. Uh, Bradley, do you happen to have a, a scenario that you want to throw out? For, for these various sidekicks to deal with at the moment uh so one scenario could be uh there's a volcano at the brink of of eruption it's a town of 200 people very small town but mm-hmm. there's no there is systematic warning, so you know, but you have two minutes to get there and save them. What okay, so would you minutes. do as a psychic within two minutes to try to save 200 people from dying? Well, I think I think only Speedy would die in this situation, so I feel like I've stacked it pretty well on the other three here. Uh, <laughs> Speedy's definitely dead, though. Um, but I feel, I feel like the main, I mean, it's got green lantern powers. So, I mean, you either divert the, divert the lava away through some form of like, you know, pail and bucket or like a shovel, big shovel, scoop and dirt or something, or just make a dome around the people or around the town to like keep the, you have to remember though, your ring is not as powerful as the main lantern ring. So how long could you, could you hold, uh. A dome. Uh, let's say it drains me heavily. So like, because the Green Lanterns, I think it's as as long as they're conscious. So I guess mine is like, if I if I keep it up too long, I just go unconscious. So like ten minutes, ten twenty minutes, something like that, and then I have to rely on hand combat. Because <laughs> lava flows last for like what several eight hours, eight ten hours. Uh, yes, I don't know. It's, it's something around like it's a long time before they dry. So I don't know. We say I get maybe I get like twenty minutes of, of ring use, and then I have to like use my brain, <laughs> to like figure it out from there until my ring recharges. Uh, so I think initially, uh, dig out a moat, at least somewhat to divert some of the lava, and then uh, beyond that, try and evacuate as many people in the opposite direction of wherever i've dug and wait for my dad to save my life <laughs> okay interesting yeah i feel like that's a good a good green lantern sidekick situation um what, what about your main how are they how are they handling the situation uh so if i'm the main and i'm the princess for or psychic for dr doom I would have some sort of spell that I could use to hold the explosion. However, because I'm not as powerful as him, I wouldn't be able to hold that spell for long. So at the same while, I'll try to use technology to evacuate the people. Like maybe a megaphone, run, run for your lives. But a lot of people are dying. 
you're right. You're right. I think I think neither one of our scenarios, people, everyone comes out alive. I think we no. lose at least a few people. <laughs> yeah, at least ten out of a ton yeah. of two hundred. But then it adds to our backstory. You know, it adds to it. it makes us more complex because we feel guilt. Yeah. Um, for I think for for being like Artemis' sidekick in that situation, I think I get a a much better a much better shake here um because by and far it's the more powerful of of all of my sidekicks here um because even just rocking at like cassie's level which i think is what i think I'd, i think that's what i'd be at if i were her sidekick because cassie's like nowhere near as powerful as wonder woman but she's powerful enough to like hold her own against like superboy roughly <laughs> You know, but she'd get like washed by like Superman or Supergirl. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Makes probably sense. around there. Yeah. So probably around there. So um, I don't get a lasso because Artemis doesn't have one. She just has a rope. Uh, and but I do get a weapon because that is an upside. I do get a weapon, so I assume it'd probably be like a sword or something. Um, because I don't get to choose the weapon. That is a caveat. Anybody who reads Artemis comics knows that you don't get to choose the weapon. Uh, so I get something, but possibly I could I'd start out with evacuation. That's the first thing, but maybe knock down enough buildings to like try and make a defense a way like some form of like a defense against the lava for like at least a short amount of time. Like, you know, just start trashing buildings and try and pile them up in enough way within my my time period of it getting there to like give some form of defense for the people as they run away i think that'd probably be the best option that i'd have yeah agreed you know so what, what what's what you doing here what would you what storms i mean storms sidekick has a, has a much easier shake on this uh wait so we're doing all four for if the one scenario want, if you want if not we can move on to another scenario uh no no we can we can i just wanted to make sure um so for the storm um psychic i do agree that will be kind of easier because you could use the lightning like cause a thunderstorm to make um holes in the ground that could build like a like a canal or a way to diverge the the lava flow at the same time you could create like a rainstorm a heavy rainstorm to kind of help the the lava cool down it's not going to cool it down completely but maybe it could slow it down enough for people to get out of the way so i think with storm psychic you could have a better odds of people surviving yes and i think it, so let's also let, let's try and figure out is this a is this a solo mission for us or is this like a we're there with our hero or with our solo psychic mission. team okay it's a solo mission all right okay because that that plays into the next one here wolverine sidekick <laughs> uh what's the extent of we say my healing factor wolverine can regenerate from a single cell so i'm assuming i need at least my skeleton in order to in order to come back yes okay okay so i need at least my skeleton which means i can't get hit by too much lava right so um, i'm thinking so i think initially i think initially we across the board everybody's trying to evacuate i think i think we can agree everybody's trying to get as many people out as possible initially (laughs) yeah 
but then it comes down to what are you going to do for those like four or five people who like trip and they're about to get eaten by lava or like the kid that gets stuck in a building or something like that, right? They're staying their ass behind. <laughs> You're not going back for the kid? No, man. I know you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go back for this child. I know I'll die. I know. Okay. I know. But I'm going to try my best and I won't and I'll fail. Um. <laughs> But with this one, I feel like I'd be more reckless if I had a healing factor. You know, I feel like I'd be a lot more reckless than I would normally. So, like, the one person that trips after I've gotten, like, 100 people out of the town and the other 100 are trying to run their way. There's always, like, 10 people who, like, fall behind or get trapped in a building or something. I feel like I'd run directly at it and then lose, like, a foot (laughs) or something. Like, a step a foot in the lava to save a baby. You know, have to reheal my legs for the next three months. (laughs) You know, Damn. but I feel like I'd get at least a couple of people out, you know, yeah. but I'd try and bum rush it if I'm like, if I'm, if I have a healing factor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think many people will survive, though, that method. You're right. I mean, I, initial evacuation, I'm sure plenty of people would probably get out. But like if we're like for the last stragglers, I'd be trying because there's no way that Wolverine's sidekick can like can stop the lava flow you know like you're not stopping anything especially with bone claws i'm not stopping anything <laughs> so i think the best i can do it behind besides like yelling at people to get out which i would initially do is just to try and pick up as many people in the end like who get left behind and then try and get them out <laughs> but within two minutes that's crazy yeah i probably only get like two you know, like a mom and a daughter or something, you know, like whoever's huddling with their kid, you know, grab them, and run and then feel the guilt of whoever's left behind. Or Homelander it and laugh. You're right. I could do that. I could do that. Uh, you know, and then I just become Ronin or something, you know, wander, wander the earth for the next hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what's uh, what do you what do you what do you got for your for your D.C.? option here what are, you, what are you what are you doing that was uh when i did lucifer right so yes. for lucifer i think if you have the powers even if it's to some lesser extent because he's come on the second most powerful in dc you could just probably teleport the majority of the people out yeah probably so that, that's a cheating character for the scenario well we'll say we'll, we'll do some like kryptonite nonsense like somehow somebody hit you like a like a a god beam or something i don't know (laughs) and like you're you're weakened uh even further to where like you're for some for some plot reason your teleportation doesn't work (laughs) and you have to go it on foot uh so going that on foot uh if you have the powers of um fire manipulation like he does kind of try to go into the lava and swim or get into the middle of the volcano and try to use all your might to like hold it like you know ally spider-man holding the train back but holding the lava back with your I'm, with the own lava i'm imagining that face too <laughs> that'd be kind of cool you have to do the face though if you do <laughs> yeah like, oh god that face <laughs> it's so good like uh yeah yeah i think that'd be the best option there and then you probably like that would be your like emotional send-off 
as a character for like five issues where they're like he died and then like five issues later you come back or come back in a crisis yes yes post crisis you come back again and everybody's like didn't you die you're like my rumors of my death were greatly exaggerated (laughs) yeah it wasn't a volcano it was a river exactly and then you get powered up you know you get the extra power from being in the volcano river (laughs) yeah you know that'd be your that's your chrysalis moment you know yeah you come back as like a black lantern or something yeah <laughs> dc does zombies again uh and then speedy's dying i don't like i don't know what to tell you guys there's nothing that speedy can do to like a cryo arrow maybe but that's not gonna last long you know, like you shoot a couple of cryo arrows, you have a limited amount of quivers, right? And not all of them are cryo. Some of them are boxing gloves. So you got maybe like three cryo arrows. I try and keep some people from dying by freezing some lava, but then other lava comes right behind it. So Speedy's either going to die or he's just going to yell for everyone to evacuate and then, you know, run and leave whoever's left. <laughs> I thought that he no powers. He said there's no powers. <laughs> War Machine's dying too. Well, War Machine's really, no, he's got bullets. Yeah, so realistically, he wouldn't be able to save people. Maybe he could yell at them to move or scare them out of their beds. I mean, yeah, I guess that's what he could do. Shoot guns yeah, and we're stuff, just trying to try to scare people. Yeah. yeah. You know, like there's no, there's no dying. winning there. No, people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're the worst <laughs> okay um okay so so my scenario that I won't throw out there it's a classic your hero is has been uh captured right your hero has been or actually better yet you've been captured okay by your hero's nemesis right but your hero won't make it there in time so you have to escape yourself how is your main gonna get out of there Bralio? Uh, magic. Trying to cast a spell to confuse the uh, the capturer, distract them long enough to try to use your tech to leave, and maybe escape. Depends. Well, I mean, who's who's Doctor Doom's greatest villain? That would be the Fantastic Four, right? Fantastic Four. So how are you how are you gonna escape from the Fantastic Four? Uh if it's No, never mind, he's not leaving. Cause he's gonna not gonna get be able to get past four four of them. Cause he can might be able to get past Ben Grimm. But Ben Grimm is powerful, like very strong. So that might be tough. Invisible woman could just create a force field and keep him in. Uh, Johnny could just burn him and Richard could just uh, he might be able to get past Reed I mean Reed put his own kid into a coma I mean realistically he's the most dangerous one (laughs) yeah he's the psycho of the group like Johnny won't want to burn a kid because we're assuming that you're like like standard sidekick rules you're like 15 or 16 right so yeah. Johnny won't want to burn a kid. Sue might like she wouldn't 
harm you. Like she'd put up a force field, but she wouldn't want to like do do any like real damage to you. Ben might, <laughs> he might. but Reed one hundred percent would try and kill a kid. <laughs> That's very true. Like so, I feel like you're the only one you really got to worry because I feel like you could take down Ben Grimm and you could play Sue and Johnny against each other in like in some type of magical way or something like you mess with their heads or something but reed is probably the only one that you really got to worry about that's true you could yeah yeah i see it okay now uh what about you uh well who's who's john uh who's john stewart's greatest enemy i guess i guess standard yellow lanterns i guess so not really Sinestro, but like uh what's the the other the other yellow lantern that's like the main guy <laughs> i only know Sinestro from the yellow ones uh well there's like there's like a second dude people i'm sure people like tweeted at us but uh we'll we'll say Sinestro just because that's the only one i can remember really um so Sinestro, i'm with it's post is this post or pre-crisis because that determines whether or not i'm weak to yellow uh pre okay so i'm weak to yellow um but but john stewart is an architect right so he might have taught me at least something so i could and sinestro is a hand-to-hand combatant but he is also egotistical so i I might be able to draw him out enough to want to fight me hand-to-hand in like some type of a like a like a almost like a uh what is it? What is it? Like an Agni Kai, which would be like for my own survival, you know, and then try my best because like I'm, I'm assuming I'm on an alien planet, so I'd have to steal a ship or at least fly myself out of there, which fortunately enough, the lantern rings do hide in a pocket dimension. So, so I could hide it there as I'm captured. I'm assuming I'm captured without being a lantern. <laughs> uh, uh- and then yes <laughs> no no go ahead go ahead. i was i was thinking like i'm, I'm getting because if i'm already a lantern it would be a it'd be a weird try for them to capture me it'd be really hard for them to do it so like i assume they like picked me up while i'm not like on oa or something and like grabbed me uh but even if they did grab me as a lantern i could just put the ring in a pocket dimension anyway and just pull it out later i could just do that <laughs> that's where they all just put them <laughs> Or just in in like the prison pocket, one of the two. Uh, so I think my main problem is just escaping Sinestro, just kind of like getting away from him long enough to like put the ring on and try and fly away to like anywhere, just run. <laughs> That's my only option. I can't fight him. I'll die. So I just have to distract him. Maybe like sand in the eye, like a pocket sand him. Ooh, pocket sand from the WWE. Just pull one of those. <laughs> pocket sand. <laughs> Um, who was it that had pocket sand in the WWE? <laughs> One dude like carried sand in like a bag, and then he would like throw it in people's eyes. <laughs> oh, I know he's talking about. Yeah, like just do that. Just like, just like grab some sand or dirt or something, just chuck it in his eyeballs, and then while he's like in that split moment, like grab the ring and just fly, just fly as fast as I possibly can, <laughs> and hope that I get to like Oa space or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be my only option. <laughs> Damn. Like, um, 
do you want to do do you want to do the finish out this one and then go to recommendations uh yeah okay so my brain is fried i can't can't think anymore i know right is we we talked a lot about final fantasy (laughs) yeah Um. uh so my next one would be the opposite brand right yeah uh storm storm sidekick captured so uh who's storm's nemesis you know does she really does she really have a nemesis I don't think she does, but let's say Magneto. So, if it's Magneto, that's a tough one because Magneto is Omega level, so he could stop you. He could stop your um, weapon control powers with his force fields. If you're yeah. able to hit him with lightning, you could stun him for a while, long enough to escape. But I don't you think could. you're escaping Magneto. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Fortunately, you, I mean, you won't die because you're a, you're a mutant. Like, he's not gonna yeah. kill you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about yours? Uh, Artemis's. Who's Artem? Artemis's villain, like her main villain, is usually it's it's her own uh, her ex girlfriend, uh, but I think she's dead now. So I think her main villain is just whoever Jason's villain was, which I think is Black Mask. So. Roman Sionis is is a psycho who has killed a kid before, so that's to, and has killed a, a teenage girl before. So I'm getting no caveats there, you know, because he did kill Stephanie Brown, like in a, like he put a drill in her stomach or something. Like it was real bad. Uh, so he would torture me. Hmm. For, I mean, upside, he is a regular man. <laughs> He's a regular man. So. But I'm assuming he has some like some type of technology or something to hold me at bay. But I don't know who any of these characters are. Uh, Black Mask is like a he's he's a dude with just like a black head, like it's like Red Skull, but like DC. And oh, black. Okay, okay. Yeah, like he's a drug dealer and like a supervillain, um, who kind of does like Lex Luthor stuff sometimes, and he was like a Batman's nemesis, but then Jason kind of took over crime, and now they hate each other. And Artemis, like, got in the middle of it. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, like, he was in uh, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. I haven't seen that yet. I need oh, to see okay. it. It was good. It wasn't bad. You know, it's it's clearly not meant for dudes, really. Like, we're not the target demographic, but it was still good. Mm, might check you it know. out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but, like, he... he doesn't... Like, he has a lot of henchmen, which I feel like that would be easy to get, get through. I just gotta get past him. But he he has like brain brainwashing stuff as well. But he's a regular man. So I feel like just throw something at him, like throw something at him real hard. <laughs> and Wait, then put you him... have... Don't yes. you have powers? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do have powers. <laughs> what am I thinking? What am I doing? I'm thinking like I'm robbing uh, fly. Actually, no, she can't fly. Um, jump really hard to break out of my bonds and then beat up all the henchmen because they're henchmen and everyone can beat up henchmen that's just how it is uh and then for him just punch him really hard just punch him so hard that his brain goes numb that's it and i'm out of there (laughs) okay (laughs) like i forgot about the powers (laughs) yeah because you're the the psychic of the person so you have a lesser version of their powers 
Yep, I was thinking like, oh man, I got no powers here. Um, loose from Morningstar's sidekick. You, you trying if, to escape God? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, so the the enemy of Lucifer, Lucifer would in this case be Michael. And Michael is at the same power level as Lucifer. Uh, Very difficult. Very difficult. So you're not escaping. Because if you are anything but an equal to an archangel, you're you're losing. And that's that's where I think is fun. Cause you would he'll probably because he's the quote unquote nice one of the two, he'll probably try to you know, let you get a few hits and make you think that I got a chance. And then right before he kills you, he makes you repent for thinking that you could escape. Hey, I mean, you get into heaven, though. You know, think about it that way. No. You repented, you know, you're good. Catholic guilt. <laughs> no, man, he's a psycho. He's still gonna punish you. You're right. You, you gonna Just because God? you repented. <laughs> I mean, it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> My God is crazy, man. Listen, it be like that sometimes, you know, but... Uh, Catholicism, you know, yeah, purgatory is a rough spot. Um, yeah. Uh, who is Wolverine's nemesis anyway? Is it like is this Saber Tooth? Am I going up? Okay, I'm going up against Saber Tooth. I'm. I don't think I'm escaping that one. I'm not escaping that one. <laughs> you could escape. You're just gonna be chased down. Chased down. That's not fun. That's, <laughs> that's like worse, gonna, actually. Exactly. Like I'm gonna. He's gonna like murder my family or something. <laughs> like it's so much worse. Like, I'd rather not escape and just, like, because unless you're, like, because Logan and him are close to equal. Like, Logan edges him out, but Sabretooth does just track Logan down every year just to beat him up for his birthday. So, I mean, a man that ruthless. <laughs> yeah, He would have no mercy on a child. Like, I... <laughs> I'm getting about 30 feet out the front door and my ankles are going to get snatched. <laughs> Yeah, you better believe that guy's crazy. He's so crazy. Dude, the nails were creepy in uh in X Men Origins. They're so creepy. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then your and then War Machine. Okay, so the War Machine psychic. So Iron Man's major villain will be, I guess, Fing Fang Fu. So as War Machine, you could escape from the dragon you're just gonna have to not leave a trail because if he finds your trail you're you're a goner but i think you could escape that was a wild roller coaster ride that that you do not know what happened yeah the internet just went crazy so yes uh yeah things went things went insane uh for that hot split second and i have no idea what happened i had four thousand ping mm -hmm. Um, so yes, uh, War Machine is, is his main, it's Obadiah Stane, isn't it? No, it's Fing Fang Fu. That's Iron Man's main villain. Oh, yeah, no, you're done. Yeah, no, you're done. Yeah, because you can escape for a little bit, but you're gonna get destroyed if he catches you. Yeah, it's, it's the same, the same problem as, as Sabretooth there. It's, it's oof. Yeah, and, uh, and then the last one is the opposite gender, right? No, we did that one. Are established, established, established sidekicks. So, wait, isn't that the that's uh, what we just hmm. did? No, no, no. Oh wait, oh, 
Wait, did you do did you do your opposite uh opposite brand? Yeah, we did we did oh, all yes. four. Okay, yeah, I I haven't that's what it is. I haven't done okay. my established one. That's what it is. I'm the last one up. <laughs> um so speedy is I mean, we're going comic book. Uh is Green Arrow's like nemesis is like he's like Gorilla Grot or something. <laughs> It's like it's just a rando like it's just a rando guy uh it's like clockwork king or something like that like i'm getting out of there um because there's mirror master might be mirror master i'm I'm gonna say it's mirror master because i don't remember who else it could be because he teams up with flash too much um mirror master could trap me in an alternate dimension which i can never get out of so that would be that's a that's a very difficult situation um but i do i do have Actually, no, I'm not getting out. I'm not getting out of there. Alternate mirror dimension. I'm, I'm trapped forever. <laughs> it's hard for these non-superheroes. Yeah, like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not getting out of there. Like, I don't have... I've got speedy stuff. Like, I've got a boxing glove arrow. I've got some explosive arrows. This dude's trapped me in a mirror for all eternity. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm done. Oh... Dude, Speedy sucks. But I mean, Robin wouldn't do any better either. He got exploded. <laughs> yeah. You know, like sidekick. Being a sidekick is horrible. It's it's the worst. Don't do it if you're out there. Like when we inevitably give people superpowers, don't be a sidekick. Be a hero. <laughs> I think that's what we've learned today. Yeah, I agreed. Um, Bralia, what what are you recommending the people for this week? Uh, I'm going to recommend Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is going to start this Friday, today, when you're listening to this episode. And I have really high expectations of this show, and I hope we could go on this journey together. Yes, I, I too am extremely excited about it. Um, about I you, will recommend Batman, I will recommend Batman Urban Legends. Uh, it's the new... Um, it's the new run for for Batman. It picks up where uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws leaves off for Jason's story, and then I think it picks up with uh, with whatever the latest Batman Rebirth run is. Um, and it's got some cool side stories. It's got Grifter. They bring Grifter back. Nobody's seen him since 1987. Um, and it's really it's really cool. It's got a uh, it's just some weird side stories in Gotham and what's going on over there. So yeah, it's coming out uh, monthly. Um. Cool, but yeah, cool. I think, I think yeah. If you're not reading that, then I don't know. Pre-order Beast Boy Loves Raven because that's canon now. That's canon now, everybody. Like fully canon forever. Don't let them take it from you. <laughs> <laughs> like they did that. Did you read about that? No. Um. So pretty, I mean, I know it's been canon. People, before you come here at me, I know it was canon early on in the '90s. Okay, I know Beast Boy and Raven were an item in the 90s but they broke them up so don't come at me about it all right don't at me i know uh but they they stopped hinting at it post 90s like dc kind of was like oh we don't really know what's going on with them but now they made it uh with gregory Piccolo. i think he's an artist from brazil they've made it canon that beast boy and raven are now officially uh a couple again so it's canon (laughs) i think beast boy is one of the most useless characters in comic books but he's so funny <laughs> but he, his power is so weird he turns into animals how's that helpful any animal yeah 
even alien animals, probably. Oh. But how would he yeah, know their like anatomy? Any animal. He just, his DNA just does it. Like, all he has to do is just see it once. That's all he has to do. Okay. So what if he hasn't seen it and he only knows Earth-based animals? I mean, then he I mean, he he can turn into dinosaurs as well. So I think he has to understand at least the basic concept of it. So he can, like, turn into dinosaurs. He can turn into your basic animals. Like, his DNA c- contains every animal known to existence. He just has to know what he's looking for in order to turn oh, into okay. it. Yeah, so it's like it's weird. Like he's he's like a it's like animal man and swamp thing. He's like part of the the red. So he's like technically part of like a demigod situation with like the animal god of DC. So that's why he has like his powers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's like he's weird. They never use him correctly. Like that's like he's he's weirdly powerful, but they just never use him. <laughs> Interesting. I might have to look him up. Yeah, he's very good. Um, yeah, but that's that's now canon. So they're making a slice of life comic book <laughs> called Beast Boy Loves Raven. So pre-order that. It's coming out in September. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't, um, Bralio, where can the the people find you around the internet? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter by looking for Bralio Show One on TikTok by looking for Marvel underscore Night, and you can find the. Bradley Show podcast where Morgan is a co-host, a frequent visitor, frequent guest, you know, all the terms. Wait, what was I talking about? Yes. Oh yeah, the podcast. Um, <laughs> and you can find that anywhere yeah. the podcast are sold. Exactly. Uh, go listen to it. It's great. We talk. We we've been doing the 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 bracket, and this week we talked about some rumors and we talked about some Wandavision stuff. So go listen to that. Yep. Um. And you can find me uh, on the Twitter at Morgan L. Brooks. Tweet at me with your ideas on Garfield Logan, please. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Morgan L. Underscore Brooks. And uh, I don't know, YouTube for music, Morgan Brooks. Just search it. And then for video game stuff and other music stuff, uh, Twitch, TikTok, uh, YouTube, and SoundCloud, Hidden Time Lord, H-I-D-D-E-N-T-I-M-E-L-O-R-D. I'm trying to figure out how fast I can say that now. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Give a five-star reviews and uh, leave comments about it and share it with everybody that you know and love and don't like as well. You just share with everybody all the time. Yell it at people as you pass them on the street. Be like, hey, listen to this podcast. Um, Anywhere you get your podcast. Um, Thank you for listening to this. We appreciate you. Thank you for everybody who's joined in into this community as time has gone on. It's it's been great having you here. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Any last parting words for the people, Braulio? Have a good night. Have a good day. Enjoy your day. Yes. What he said, enjoy your day. Enjoy watching the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie. Uh, And tweet at me what you think. Are we in pain together or are you enjoying it? Bye. Bye. (laughs) Uh, Peace.